Alleluia is our song this evening, and Christ is risen is what we boldly proclaim. But this year, and maybe it's just me, I've been really struggling to find that Easter joy. I struggle as I wonder if the worst of this pandemic is really over, or if this is the calm before another storm, another lockdown. I struggle with what seems to be this widespread societal feeling of anxiety and uncertainty as inflation soars and gas prices surge. And I struggle as I wonder if our Catholic brothers and sisters in Ukraine having their own Easter vigils this evening can even find it in their hearts to offer songs of praise to the risen Lord. As bombs are lobbed and people are starved and abused in every way imaginable, how can they, how can we, let the song of Alleluia enter into our hearts this Easter? Our gospel this evening starts off with a curious sentence. On the first day of the week, at early dawn, the woman came to the tomb taking the spices that they had prepared. At first, this sounds like simply a transition sentence, taking us from one scene to another, from the gore and dreadfulness of the crucifixion to the amazement and joy of the empty tomb. Well, maybe that sentence is a good place to pause because that sounds like exactly what I need this Easter. A way to go from sorrow to joy. We're told that they went on the first day of the week. Christ our Passover was sacrificed for us on a Friday. And these women watched as it all happened, watched as Christ was mocked, flogged, spit on, and pierced in the side. Luke says these women were beating their breasts and wailing for him. They saw the unsettling image, wiped the blood off his face, and heard Christ's cries. They even felt his breath when he breathed his last. They saw his pain. They heard his pain, and they felt his pain. Certainly this man was innocent, a centurion whispered. In every way imaginable, injustice was on full display that afternoon. And for that, their hearts were completely crushed, and those women wailed. Loving Christ with all their hearts, these women went off to begin grinding spices and mixing oils for one last act of affection for this man who loved them with all his heart. This man who looked down from the cross and saw them. This man who loved them to the end. But the Sabbath was approaching. So they put down their pestles and jars of perfume and they offered a day of rest unto our Lord God. Undoubtedly, what they offered to the Lord that day was sorrow, pain, and anger. 
Why was the question on their minds that Sabbath day? Why would God allow this? Being the Sabbath, perhaps they had some time to hear some of the stories we just heard, stories of our ancestors in faith. Perhaps that Sabbath day they heard the story of creation, how God saw that everything he made was indeed very good. Made to be good. Yet there they sat steeped in the mystery of pain, the pain that Christ has died. Perhaps that Sabbath day they heard Thus the Lord saved Israel that day from the Egyptians, remembering how the Israelites fled from Egypt but saw the Red Sea ahead and thought that they had nowhere else to run, that this was how the story would end for them. But hoping against hope, Moses stretched out his hand over the sea and the Lord drove the sea back, freeing the people of Israel. Certitude of an ending, but now a new story. By God's mighty acts, a beginning was born. Or maybe, just maybe, those women heard once again God's tender whisper to Ezekiel, as by the water of Babylon he sat down and wept. I will remove from your body the heart of stone and give you a heart of flesh. Then you shall be my people, and I will be your God. You are dead with a heart of stone, but I will make you alive once again in me. Echoes that Christ will come again. And so their Sabbath day ended. As soon as the sun set, they finished grinding their spices and mixing their finest oils and perfumes, and off they went at early dawn to show their love one last time to the man they loved. It was a man they sought in the tomb that morning, but instead what they encountered was God. It was a body which they were going to prepare as it returned to the earth. But instead, they encountered not earth, but heaven. It was Christ, one last time, who they desired to see. But instead, they marveled in the glory of the body which they could not see. He is not here, but he is risen. Then they remembered those words which he had spoken, that the Son of Man must be handed over to sinners and be crucified and on the third day rise again. And once again, those women believed. They believed that this world of ours that God had created could be made good. They believed that in the darkest of moments, even as they wailed their loudest, that for God, this is not where the story would end. Once again, through God's mighty acts, hell was in an uproar because death was destroyed. 
that morning the stones of their hearts were rolled away and a new heart was given unto them, one that would beat not just in this life, but in the world to come as well. Because this morning, death was made Christ captive. And every beat of those new hearts would proclaim the ultimate act of God's saving grace. Christ has died. Christ is risen. Christ will come again. That morning, their sorrow was turned to joy. And they couldn't wait to run and tell anyone with ears what had just happened. Christ is risen. Some found it to be an idle tale, and most wouldn't believe until they saw the risen Christ with their own eyes or felt Christ's wounds with their own hands. But these women, these matriarchs of our faith, came to believe not by seeing the risen Christ, but by seeing Christ crucified. Not by touching his bloodless wounds, but by cleaning them as he carried his cross. But on the Sabbath, they turned to the deposit of faith and the great cloud of witnesses that surround us, whose story after story and time after time remind us that the darkness of this world is never the end to the story. That somehow, in some unimaginable way, Christ is making all things new. That is how we allow our hearts to sing Alleluia this Easter, with faith believing that the joy of new life is always what follows the mystery of pain. Alleluia, Christ is risen.